This is episode 59 with Marlon Petrosian. G'day legends and welcome to Your Life of Impact, where we connect with world-class athletes and coaches, health experts and enthusiasts, inspiring entrepreneurs and community leaders, all to teach you how to tap into your inner excellence. I'm your host, Brett Robbo, and I'm extremely grateful you're joining us today on your impactful journey. Petterson is 14-time Swedish national champion in table tennis, a certified mental training coach, co-author of the book called Mental Strength, and is now the general manager for Spin Global, based in New York. Now, Spin is an awesome concept of ping-pong clubs that attract some of the world's most popular celebrities like Justin Bieber and sports stars like Roger Federer. I highly recommend you check out their website at wearespin.com and just let the music and the video clips play through. In this episode, we talk about life balance, mentors, mental training, and of course, what it's like playing table tennis against and also beating some of the world's greatest celebrities. Before we hear from Marlon, I want to read a quick iTunes review and thanks to everyone who has taken the time and effort to jump onto the iTunes app and rate and review the show. It truly does help keep the show alive. It helps a lot. Thank you so much. This one is from No Name actually and it says, I can't thank you enough for your podcast, Brett Robbo. Your guests and your personal content is extremely inspiring. I've listened to some of the episodes a couple of times and still believe I will benefit from listening again. Please keep them coming. We're all grateful for your show. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you, No Name. I'm proud to hear people like yourself get so much value from the episodes. As you all know, that's the whole reason the show exists. It's to provide an abundance of value and help Help us all make an impact in our lives and in our communities and in the world. And once again, I'm extremely grateful for you taking the time to share that review. Now let's hear from the beautiful soul, Marlon Petterson. So Marlon, what is SPIN and how did you get involved? So SPIN is something really interesting. It's actually a ping pong bar. We have a full restaurant and it's obviously a lot of ping pong tables in there. We have locations now all over the US or at least both east to west coast and it's growing bigger and bigger. So it's really exciting. How I got involved is a long story actually, but I basically heard about the concept eight, nine years ago when I was still a table tennis player playing for the Swedish national team. And I heard that Susan Sarinen was one of the co-founders and it was happening in New York and, you know, this place with, yeah, ping pong and, and booze and, and all that fun stuff. And they invited Waldner at the time to come play. And I just thought it was so amazing and, and seeing the pictures from there and all the celebrities playing my sport in a bar that I just I knew I wanted to work there and that's kind of where it all started a long time ago then it took me a while to actually 
get into it, but that's when I first heard about it. So Susan Sarandon is a co-founder. Does that mean Susan Sarandon is your boss? <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't mean that, but she was the first person that introduced me to spin. She was one of the first persons I met when I first went to New York. She's not as involved anymore. She was more involved back then. She does a lot of other things right now, but she, she definitely played a part. And it's not just a ping pong club. You guys get some real rock stars, sports stars, actors, actresses, models. I saw Roger Federer playing in there, Steph Curry, the NBA player, uh, and lots of high-profile models. But So what is it that attracts the big names to spin? <laughs> I think, I mean, I think it's a sport. I think it's ping pong and that you can do it in an environment that is not just ping pong kind of gym and, you know, it's down somewhere far away from the city and, and it's not, you know, fun atmosphere. I think the whole concept that we have is that it is ping pong, but it's surrounded by beautiful art. It's surrounded by, you know, we have live DJs. We have a really good cocktail program so you can order food. You know, it's the whole, you can get everything, like basically a fun night out and while playing ping pong. And talk me through when there's a big (laughs) name celebrity in there. How does it look? Do you guys make a really big event out of it and the DJ even talks it up? And do you make (laughs) them feel pressure? And do you play, do someone like you, who's been a professional ping pong player do you match mm-hmm. up against them just to say hey I've got you here <laughs> <laughs> yeah it depends it depends what the occasion is like some of the celebrities they will rent out the whole space so for example when when Steph Curry and Clay Thompson was in San Francisco they uh, they rented our whole location and I was basically the one running the tournament for the players which was also kind of funny because I don't know any athletes really uh, and especially back then so when I was running the tournament and when Clay Thompson kind of told me you know oh yeah I, I won the match I, I had to ask him what his name was and and <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever done that to him and I do that a lot so it, it works <laughs> out that I'm Swedish and and kind of not interested in all the American sports because the coach loved it so that happens when they rent out the space we had Justin Bieber come in for one of our charity events that we did he also loves ping pong and plays a lot that was open to the public and then when I played with Nadal and we play with Murray it's been more of a thing where we take spin outside so we go to different places and and we bring you know our professionals and I was one of them at the time and yeah we do things outside of spin as well how were the tennis players at ping pong how was how was Nadal does the (laughs) skills transfer across they are actually definitely the better celebrities they have a little different kind of strokes but they can keep the ball on the table they can keep the rally going so it's it's kind of fun (laughs) so (laughs) they're okay but you still beat them is that what you're saying yes I mean obviously it's two different sports so they they are good for being you know athletes or or celebrities I guess I would say (laughs) classic (laughs) now you mentioned there before that you spread across the states you're on the east and the west coast are we going Mm -hmm. to see spin in Australia so that's interesting that you ask because that's one of my personal missions to bring spin to Australia oh wow yes very good. That's... Well, we might need to talk further afterwards. It sounds like an amazing concept that would go really well in our country. Uh, yes, I think so. Since I, I spent two years living in Melbourne and I absolutely love the city and the culture and and I think the people there would just love having something like Spin happening. So 
I, I hope soon enough we'll be there. If you need someone to play against a celebrity <laughs> who's going to make the celebrity feel really good because they're not great at, at ping pong, then give me a call yes. because it's not one of my greatest sports, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon, before we move on, I just want to say welcome to your life of impact. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Actually, welcome till your life of impact. Yoga velde taxen för din tid idag. Så yoga är svensk faktiskt. Så ska vi prata svenska idag? Wow, I'm impressed, Brett. I didn't know. I didn't know you could do that. So for everyone listening, I think what I said. Now I'm actually pretty confident. I'd been practicing Swedish for five, six months in Sweden, but uh, I just said to Marlon, welcome to your life of impact and I'm very grateful for your time today and then I said that I am Swedish actually so shall we speak Swedish today? (laughs) That's exactly what you said. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been connected via my gorgeous fiance Marie and her mental training coach who was also your mental training coach and then you became a co-author with him and that's the Mm -hmm. legend Gregor Shill, who we actually had on this podcast on episode 33. Yes, amazing guy. And by the way, Gregor told me that he can beat you in ping pong. Is that correct? (laughs) I am not sure I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) No, he does talk up his tennis, but I haven't heard him say about ping pong. (laughs) Yeah, even though I'm not as good as I was now, I hope I can still beat him at that for sure. Do you miss Sweden? I miss some part of it. I miss my family for sure. uh, My mom and my brothers are still living there. I don't miss the weather, even though I live in New York now, so it's kind of similar sometimes. But I, I don't know. I am not missing it terribly. Well, that means you're in the right place and you're making the right choices with where you're living and where you're traveling, which you talked to me about before, if you're not missing it too much. So that's a good, that's a positive thing. Yes, I think so too. Absolutely. I am where I want to be. Yeah. And well, that's in cold New York. (laughs) Yeah, at the moment, I have spent quite a lot of time on the West Coast because of our other locations there. But yes, right now I'm back in New York. Now, you mentioned there the mental training with Gregor. And how was your journey with mental training? Was it something that your ping pong coach suggested that you do or was it an area you fell into after sport? I would say that it was more afterwards. There was always, you know, there was some talk about mental training and the impact when I was playing, but it was not as big as I guess it is right now and the understanding of it. So I think it was more when when things started to go, not bad, but when I started realizing that this might not be what I wanted to do and I start performing less that's kind of when I, I start, you know, thinking about it and, and trying to understand why things were going the way they were going. And that's when I wanted to know more. And I got introduced to mental training, which I hope that everyone will be early on in life because it's, it's a game changer. Yeah, it literally is. And it's actually funny that you say it in that way, because I asked Gregor on the podcast how he feels about 
children learning mental training and if it was taught if concepts of it were taught in school how he feels it would affect people's mental health and also clarity in life and his answer was very similar to yours he said i believe if kids were taught mental training in school it would change the world yeah i i completely agree and you experienced it as a course attendee and loved it so much that you did the training with gregor to become a certified mental trainer yeah, exactly. I mean, once you start and you realize what impact it has on your life and your, you know, happiness and and everything, it's hard to it's hard to stop. <laughs> you just want more and more. And so you were working as a mental training coach? Yes, a little bit. We did do some courses together, me and Gregor, uh, mostly online. But I, I used a lot of it in my own coaching because I was after after I'd done that, I started coaching a little bit of table tennis as well. So I, I used it in my everyday work as well. I did some mental training coaching, but also table tennis coaching, which was great. And you also helped write the book with Gregor called Mental Strength. How was that process for you of actually being part of a book? Oh, it was so much fun. It was really fun. And we did it with help from Waldner as well, the greatest athletes of all time, if you ask me. So it was really interesting because I've always wondered about you know his how he was so mental strong and and how he was able to perform on such a high level so often so it was really fun to hear him talk about it and his kind of view on it and then to go back and and talk to Gregor and and you know use when use things that and also we we wrote it in kind of a way for for younger people to be able, able to understand it and get introduction to mental strength and, and training. So I'm very happy about that since I, I felt when I started learning about it, it wasn't something like that that was put in a simple way, you know, simple words. So that was kind of the goal with it as well. And what have you learned from being a co-author? What has that done for you? Has it created a bit of credibility or have you learned about that process that makes you want to write more or write less? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was it was such a fun thing to do and, and to do it with Gregor and I learned so much in the process i don't i don't think too much more of it i think more that the fact after we wrote it and i was able to go around in the country in sweden talk about it to to a lot of other table tennis players and and introduce it to a lot of people i think that made a great impact and i'm i'm really happy i was able to do that but apart from that i think it was more of my for my own growing and learning if anything just Thinking back to your sport, I just wanted to ask you, because I know that you played table tennis up until about the age of 20 and then you retired and that's when you started doing a lot more around the mental training, but what made you stop playing table tennis at that high level? I think it was as simple as I wasn't as passionate about it anymore. I, I didn't see... Like my whole way growing up, I thought that my only goal in life and and the only thing I wanted to do was to play my sport and be as good as I could. But around that age when uh, you start thinking a bit more about your life and and where you see yourself in the future, I I just felt that if this is all that I'm going to do, it's not going to be enough because I was too curious about you know, other people that were not table tennis player and other careers and businesses and 
and the the world just to there were so many places I wanted to see and so many things I wanted to try and do that just one thing wasn't enough anymore and to take the next step to the next level you know you need to focus on that one thing so I, I wasn't ready for that I was ready for other things good on you for identifying that at that age and moving in that direction because that can be the hard part about a lot of people can get stuck in a sport or a career or a lifestyle that they're actually not fully congruent with yeah absolutely it was by far the hardest thing I've had to do so far in my life it might be for the rest of my life, who knows? But yeah, it takes a lot to realize that and, and and break through, I would say. How do you feel about it now? Oh, I'm so happy that I made that decision and I was able to do it. It took about two years of, you know, doubts and and I was very scared because I felt very guilty towards other people that have helped me in my career. And it was the only, it was it was the one thing that I thought my life was going to be about. That was kind of, I thought that was my call. It was really, really hard. And yeah, it, it took me, I guess I would say only two years because I'm sure it, it sometimes takes longer. And sometimes, like you said, maybe you never do it because you either are too scared or you know, you feel guilty or what it might be, but I'm very happy that I, I was able to do it and le- realizing that it's it's my life, it's one life and, and no one's going to thank me for not living it to the fullest and do what makes me happy. So I just have to do what I want to do. Brilliant. I love that. And how do you still use mental training in your personal life or your career? Because as we know, these skills are not just something that we learn and then they have an expiry date. They're skills <laughs> we can take with us into every aspect of our lives and forever. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I think I use it, you know, every day and I in everything that I do, I feel like there's always I always I'm always mindful in the decisions that I make in how I live my life and how where I live my life and what I choose to do, what I choose to work with, what, who I choose to hang out with, where I'm going, you know, every day. It's 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 so many decisions to make, but I I feel like because of the mental training, I'm I'm very self-aware. I'm I'm very aware what what I want to do, what makes me happy, and yeah, all the time I go back and asking myself, you know, uh, certain questions to make sure I'm on the right track and that I am where I want to be in life. I see a big overlap with some of these philosophies from mental training and Buddhism. And I know that you do a lot Mm -hmm. of travel. And I wanted to ask, how's your experience of your life journey and, and Buddhism and since, especially since adopting the mental training philosophy all those years ago. That's interesting that you say that because I absolutely agree that I guess religion is, is the only religion that I feel you know, that I really believe in. Um, and I've spent a lot of time in Thailand and places like that and going to temples and actually staying there overnight and, and meditating. And, um, and I, I think it's such, so interesting in, in how they, in how they think and live. So I just definitely have a connection there to, to mental training as well. And yeah, it's always interesting going back to, to that mindset. So you're saying Buddhism is the only one that you believe in and that you you resonate with it? I do, yes. That's why if I have to pick, uh, I guess, a religion, it would definitely be that one. Talk to me a little bit more about meditation. What what does it do for you? Because we all know, or a lot of us know, what experiences you can have 
in the moment. But what does mm-hmm. meditation do for you away from that period of time when you're not meditating? You know what? I, w- I will say that meditation is not the biggest part that I use. I know a lot of people do it. I've done some of it. I do quite a lot of yoga and, and some of that. But meditation, I'm still kind of tapping into it. So I think it's it's a wonderful concept and, and, and a great way to kind of, you know, center yourself and being in the now. So it's something that I am still working on having more of and obviously that was a big part of your sport too being in the now and I've read your parts of the mental strength book and that that mindfulness and that being in the moment is super powerful and a must in table tennis yeah yeah absolutely it's it's just it's just it was just happening I mean I I, when I played it was just always happening by on its own I never really had to think about it and it was I guess I'm really thankful for that because there is so many hours in the day where, you know, you were just in the moment automatically because of the sport. So like getting older and and starting another career where it's not the same as when you're, you know, competing or or training hard. Yeah, it's interesting because you have to find those ways to to get back into that because it's so it's so good for it's so good for the soul to be able to be in the moment for such a long time or to be in the moment every day. Absolutely. There's no other time than the moment. You, you said yeah. it right. It's beautiful for the soul. Yeah. So, Marlon, you travel a lot and you mentioned to me when we were connecting a couple of weeks ago that you're constantly moving and trying to figure out balance in your life. What's mm-hmm. your vision of balance? That's very true. I think that's that's my main focus always to find that balance. And to me, it's I mean, it's everything. So I since I live in New York because I want to constantly be challenged and, you know, have a have a I guess a career where I, where I have the most exciting people around me to learn from and and do what I really want to do that also puts me in a situation where I'm very far from my family uh and so I, it to me it's very important to to see my family as often as I can to do fun things to have really good quality time when we do see each other uh so that's big part of of what I try to do because I I'm not going to only work I need the balance so so I tr- that's really important to me. Other things that I love is still sports. So I'm I'm always trying to find the balance of uh, going uh, to places like, for example, I just came back from Costa Rica for the second time this year already because uh, I had some time off to just you know I'm learning to surf and I'm um, I played some tennis because that's where I I really oh, it's it's so good for again for my soul and for the balance in life uh, and also the sun and, and being able to see the sunset, like all those things are really important to me. So yeah, I, I constantly try to find where I'm the happiest and what I need in my life and, and yeah, to, to find that balance and to make sure that I do all those things and find time for it because I'm never going to say, oh, I, I don't have time for it because it's all, I know it's all about what I prioritize and and family and my health and work, it all it all needs to get in there. So it's all about planning to me. And 
do you trust the timing of your life? Uh, what do you mean by timing? So the I, I love that saying of trust the timing of your life because it's a powerful, mm-hmm. simple affirmation to live by and believing that if we concentrate on the things in life that we do want and not what we mm-hmm. don't want, we can and we continually make decisions that take us towards our goals and visions, then we begin to manifest our awesome realities. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I always, a couple of times a year, I write down things that longer terms that things that I want to do. And then I kind of, you know, put it away just by doing that. I always find myself, you know, a year or two years later, remembering that, oh, yeah, I I did wrote those things down. And oh, I guess, yeah, I'm here now or I did that. But without even, you know, focusing too much about it sometimes, but just have have been writing it down one once and, and kind of let it go. And then, yeah, it happens. It's interesting. Absolutely. It's very interesting. That quote unquote magical part of the manifestation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's incredible. Marlon, what's a question that you wish people would ask you more often? Good question. What people would ask me more often? Hmm, I have to think about that one. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I always like giving. I always like when people are interested to you know, no, no more. I, I, about, you know, either what I've done or when they're trying to do something, because I, I like to be able to help. So yeah, it could be, it could be anything. I like questions. <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> well, I've got a question for you here, something that's yeah. just manifested within me. I think whether you realize it or not, you are a great role model for other other people in the world but especially other females in the world and the reason I say that is because I'm intrigued by and I love how females are inspired by other females and I've had some unbelievable female role models in my life through time and a few of them have been on the podcast too and we know that there's a technique that helps us all grow significantly that's called modeling. So when we find characteristics of other humans that we want to pos- uh, that the, the characteristics that we want to possess and we model aspects of their being and their behavior to help build our best self and aspects that align with our personal values, of course. But for you, I have no doubt that some females will be listening to this and wanting to model aspects of your personality. So I want to know from you and your life experiences, what do you say to all the females out there who are trying to find their quote unquote balance? Good question. And I'm happy you think of me that way. (laughs) I would say, I mean, it, it depends. I would say that it doesn't matter kind of where you start. If you're not sure, you know, you know you want to do something, but you're not you're not quite sure how to do it or what it is. I always say, you know, go out and try something. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the right decision and the the perfect thing. Like when I when I decided to leave my sport for something else, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just I just started trying things. I started traveling and meeting new people. And then one thing always leads to another and one person always leads to another person. And then all of a sudden, you, before you know it, you've been kind of around the world and you found your dream job. But it's not the dream job wasn't there to begin with. It wasn't what you had in mind right in the beginning, but because you're curious and you you know you put yourself out there and 
and you do things not not for the money for example you do you know when you get your first job and you like I never I never need to see a return right away especially in money like I rather take a job or an internship or do something for free just to get the experience and to learn from the best people because I know the money later it will come once you when once you're there it will come but but to get get out there and try and begin and, and learn from the best and and different experience. It could be anything that, you know, you just have to find out what you're good at and what you love to do, what you're passionate about. So I just, I just would say try different things in different places of the world. I really love that, actually. There's two things there that sprung up for me that you said around mm-hmm. passion, but the word that you used before was curiosity. And I find yeah. that people might be chasing passion and trying to figure out their passion but you nailed it because we we don't just you know find a passion I feel like we actually create a passion for something and that comes Mm -hmm. from that curiosity so I say to people if you're trying to find out what you're passionate about just what are you curious about what are the things that you're actually curious about and like you said follow that take action on that experience it and then you'll know if you enjoy that experience that it can develop into a passion so i believe that we we develop our passions we don't just find them yeah yeah i agree exactly you have to i mean you you might have no idea and then you try something and you you end up loving it and then that you know turns into something else and later turns into something else so yeah get out there and try see what you love see what you enjoy and you mentioned there that you learn things from other people who who are your greatest mentors these days either in the spin space or in life yeah i mean i have been blessed but to to get so much help and and have so many great people around me to learn from and i think right now yes i would say i have a really amazing team at spin business people that have been around doing this for a very long time really smart and and all people that have the same kind of use of life and that we're constantly trying to be better people together, which is incredible too, to have that in your company. But yeah, my, my CEO in my company is, is a person that I'm, I'm really learning from right now. And, and even his mentor, who is one of our investors um, as well, the very successful people that um, is, yeah, it's very, very interesting to learn from. And not only from the business side, but just in life in general, because I, I love learning from people that um, have, have that balance, you know, and have the same values as I have. Because then I know I know those ways are probably better to follow than than maybe people that are really, really successful. But in other maybe they, they're workaholics and that's the only thing they do or, you know, maybe they don't have the family values that I have or, you know, similar. So those are the people that I, I like to to follow or get advice from brilliant and that goes back to a little bit of that modeling aspect that i spoke about before where you find those attributes of people that do align with your values and learn learn those attributes so a question around that if you could spend time with one person in the world to learn from them in a type of mentoring capacity who would it be and what would you want to talk to them about oh good question again there's so many people. I'm not sure if I could pick one, to be honest. I mean, the great athletes are always interested, very interesting. 
I think Anthony Anthony Robbins might be one of those people. Actually, I think he is just incredible, and how he has such a big impact on so many lives and the energy that he has. So yeah, maybe maybe it would be him. And what I would ask him, that would probably be, you know, everything, anything and everything. If you Just, get some time uh, with Tony, yeah, you wouldn't be limiting it to one thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it would be hard. It would be hard. Yeah, no, I that that's the first person I guess that comes to mind. I would love to see Tony Robbins in a spin club playing against you, Marlon. That would make my day to see that. Yeah, I'm sure one day it will happen. I'm sure. There you go. (laughs) Now, Marlon, I'm all about action and I've learned that you are too. And this is something that I ask all my guests so the listeners Mm -hmm. can take something from each episode to implement into their lives. And maybe you answered it a little bit before when I asked you directly around giving the advice to females around balance. But I wanted to ask, Mm -hmm. what's your advice on what specific action the listeners can take today to become more impactful in their lives and in their communities? Good question. I would say, can I say two things? Please do. Okay, then I will. Because one of the things that you probably hear every day, everyone does, but the physical activity to me is just like when I'm when I'm in good physical shape and when I'm doing during my workouts or after is it's really when I feel at the top of my game and that's when I feel the happiest. And if I don't work out for a longer period of time, I, I start feeling depressed right away and negative and then, and then my mindset is just not where I want it to be. So I know you probably hear it every day, but it's so true. And, and I know whenever I don't feel great, all, all it takes sometimes is just to get to the gym or get to play a sport or, or some kind of physical activity. So that really helps me be, you know, be on the top of my game. So that's the first thing. And then I would say for the second thing is not to wait for people to invite you or wait for people to ask you to get involved. Sometimes you just have to you have just have to do it. You have to be, you know, be forward and, and invite yourself. And if you're interested in something like sometimes for me, I'm not always invited to different meetings or or, or different things. But I, I end up being there because I, I just I don't wait. I just I just try to do and be in the right place in the right time. I love that. Yes. Movement is medicine. And then also you taking the action, identifying it, what it is that we want and actually not just hoping that someone will hand it to us, but we yep. take the steps to move towards that. Brilliant. <laughs> Two-part question here. Mm-hmm. Where can we learn more about you? So social media or website and how can I and the listeners help you on your journey? Yeah, I guess, yeah, like social media, you know, I, I try to be as active as I can there. I could probably do better, but uh, I'm trying. Ben also has, you know, a website where we kind of try to tell the world about what we do and about spreading ping pong and spreading fun and craziness uh, that's what we are all about like I said we are opening so many new clubs around the US and, and hopefully we're going to start spreading out to other parts of the world so like uh, Australia really, yeah like <laughs> Australia first on my list 
So it's always fun when people, you know, connect and are more are interested to know more about Spin. And where can we find what's the Spin website and Instagram? I've checked out the Instagram page and it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's We Are Spin. Uh, that's our our website, wearespin.com. So you can read more there. And we're on Instagram as well and Facebook as well. And my personal one, it's very easy. It's Ping Pong Malin. <laughs> that's my Instagram. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> We try to, you know, bring ping pong to the people through through those channels. I love it. And I'm going to link all that up in the show notes and share that around because I think it's an awesome concept and something that everyone should definitely check out. Now, one of my top core values, and I heard you mention this before, Marlon, it is giving. And I give all my guests something for coming onto the podcast for giving their time and abundance of value. And I've already given you the gift of my fluent Swedish skills, but (laughs) (laughs) on top of this, I want to give you a, a powerful gift that I haven't actually given too often on this podcast, but when I have, it's had great impact. And I read a brilliant article a while back and it was titled, The Gift We Love to Receive But Forget to Give. And it went on to say... There's one form of giving that involves few costs while offering dramatic benefits to the people around us. It's the single best way to help someone fall in love and the most common way that people find a job. It's also the reason that the Beatles and the iPhone came to exist and it's an introduction. So Marlon, I'm giving you an introduction to a former podcast guest who I've known for many years, who is a six-time Paralympian in the sports of wheelchair tennis and also wheelchair ping pong, and that's the legend Denny DeToro. She's one of the most humblest down-to-earth legends that I've ever spent time with, and actually big uh, follower and believer of Buddhism herself and she's an amazing ambassador and role model for women in sport and many avenues in disability sport and like I said she's played at the elite level the wheelchair table tennis and I have no idea what might come of this connection but I do know that when you guys make time to connect it'll be like like you travel a lot and you travel to some amazing countries. It's You know when you travel and you get fully energized by connecting with other genuine human souls with the same beliefs and the same values and it often just triggers something inside of you. So who knows, maybe Denny and Spin in Australia or something like that, but I just feel like it's a great connection. Amazing. Thank you. I look forward to that. <laughs> I look forward to seeing what comes of it too. <laughs> Before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, Anything else you'd like to ask me? I don't think so. It was a very nice conversation with you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing your time. Marlon, you're a legend. You have a very (laughs) infectious, zen-like character. And as Gregor told me, you are yourself in all situations and that makes everyone around you feel safe and happy keep shining your peaceful zen light to the world oh thank you so much i really appreciate that what a gem marlon certainly has an interesting life and an interesting career make sure you check out the spin website and instagram and also follow marlon online you'll find all the links in the show notes for this episode 
And you heard Marlon discussing how the mental training skills she learned all those years ago still come into every facet of her life and her decision-making processes. You've heard me discuss mental strength training with many of the guests on this podcast, and we all know how powerful the human mind is. And you have the opportunity to create a resilient mindset for your life journey. Check out all the details of my online program called Mental Strength Training to Become the Best Version of Yourself at yourlifeofimpact.com forward slash coaching. No matter where you are in the world, you can join this interactive online program that has weekly video presentations from me, live Q&As from world-class guests, and personal development material to help you establish habits, tools and strategies to optimize your life check out all the info at yourlifeofimpact.com forward slash coaching and as always remember this is your life journey your life of impact